Holy shit. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to the Just Be Cousins podcast. My name is Jason Markin. With me in the virtual studio is my brother from another mother, but the same grandmother. His name is Joe Neal. Joe, say hi to the good listener out there. Hello, listener. And we've got a real treat for you here today, listener. Not only is it our first episode in, gosh, three, four, five, twelve, fifty-eight months... It's a very special JBC, and on just JBC, well, Joe, why don't you tell them what they're going to get? They're going to get a a horrendous insult. It's a collection of insults, really, but uh, all together, I felt like it it was a unified force, a single overwhelming insult in Jason's fucking face. This is a presentation of Jason's birthday roast. It was harsh. Um, we, I flew into Seattle, Texas. So did my dad. So did Jason's dad. A bunch of people zoomed in. Uh, we have it on video, but none of you will ever see that. Um, and on the video, there is a woman crocheting. Um, and I Cro- find Crotcheting. That. She's crotcheting. She's right? crotcheting. Yes, and and that woman is Jason's mom, and and that I just want you to envision that as you listen to this roast, because to to have somebody crocheting bored during a roast really adds to the experience. So hold that image in your mind, and listen to this: the roast of Jason Mark on his birthday, and welcome back to the Just Because This program. That was a hiatus, and we plan on coming back maybe not once a week. Like we did for four and a half years, but, you know, when we can, because we miss it. And this is fun. And this roast was a lot of fun. And it was fucking filthy. And Jason deserved every hurtful remark that he got. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy. Let's have a listen. For the visually and mentally impaired, and for the protection of children, the following presentation was co-hosted and edited by Broken Rob, a malfunctioning comedy robot designed and programmed by the creators of the Just Becausens podcast. Severe fuckery upon the original recording has been perpetrated. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Jason's 50th birthday Hang on. roast. Hang on. Wait. Wait a minute. I'm kidding. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, we've assembled an amazing collection of presenters, uh, friends, relatives, and even a special guest. You're going to love this one. And without question, the funniest and the most talented performers that had nothing better to do on a Saturday night the week before Thanksgiving. <laughs> Really, though, and no, no expense was spared in preparing for this event. Uh, many of our presenters have flown in uh, from uh, other states. Uh, some are attending uh, through Zoom. Uh, we even have a couple of video tributes. All to honor our man of the hour. Jason Mark Christ. Because he stayed alive for 50 years. And when you hear some of the crap he's pulled, you will understand just how amazing a fact this is. 
So first off, we've got my brother here, Jason's uncle, obviously, and uh, he spent $88 just to get here, which is almost the cost of a carton of cigarettes. <laughs> a, little under. a little under the cost. So, uh, so he's got a lot invested in this, and I want to turn it over to my brother. The man whose anus has been penetrated by another man's frozen turd, the steamroller, double barrel Daryl Christ. Thanks, Dan. You're welcome. <laughs> Happy birthday, Jason. I'll get to you later. <laughs> I, I, I'm just glad everybody's here, especially Shags. I kind of want to, I had something written down for you, and I'm going to read it for you, Shags, because I'm glad you're here. You're one of my favorite people on JBC. We joined that show many times ago. It's been fun. So I just want to start out with your name. Uh, it's a it's a great name, but uh, it reminds me of any other one name celebrity. There's so many of them, and uh, but it's just it's kind of bad that yours means sexual intercourse, <laughs> and uh, you know, as in to fuck. You know, it could be holding you back a little bit for you know being the big star that I think you deserve to be. I really <laughs> do. But you know, think about it. What if the definition of Madonna was go fuck your mama? You know, but Shags, Shags is cool. It's fine, you know, but uh, it's important to have a cool name like Shags because if Adele, you know, she could have been named a smell or Rihanna could have been named Urea or Pink. That's another good one. She isn't called Shit Brown. So, you know, I think you're going to do okay, Shags. And, uh, you know, I'm glad you're here. And I love you. You know that. Uh, and right here. My son. I, I got to say something about him. Glad he's here with me. It's a fun time here. So, uh, but, you know, through his whole life, I just enjoy fucking with his head. I just do. And uh, I remember when, when you were little, Joey, that I told you you were adopted just to see the look on your face. I don't know if you remember that. but Yeah. But anyway, you got really upset and, uh, you know, then you started risk asking about your real parents. And I knew I'd gone too far. The little shit, you know, he was going crazy. And I said, it's okay. It's okay, Joey. You know, I'm your real dad. And I said, the people that are adopting you are outside, so go pack your shit. <laughs> so, uh, so, Dan, I don't have anything written for you. Thank you. But I'd like to get the Dorian Gray thing out. Yeah, they always do that. And tell, and tell the whole story Please about do. What happened with that? Yes, yes. Because it's a long story. Uh, when I was in my early 20s, uh, uh, the devil came by, and I had just read the book, uh, The Picture of Dorian Gray, where the guy sold his soul to the devil, and then he could live any way he wanted to, and all the bad things he did to himself would be in a picture in the attic, you know? So the devil comes up to me and I said, hey, I just read this book and I kind of like to do the same thing. And he says, well, the picture in the attic, it's been taken. He says, but you could do it to your brother. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, hell yeah, if that's open, I'm going to take it. So I sold my soul. And, uh, you know, life went on. Oh my, God. Uh, me and my brother, I, I told my brother about it. And, he, you know, I was kind of feeling bad as time went on, you know. Uh, but later on, the older you get, you kind of, you want to get back into religion. You're kind of worried about, you know, the afterlife and stuff. So I, I had, I contacted God 
And I said, I need to get out of this deal. I just got to get out of it. And he said, well, that's that's fine. We'll forgive you. And, and you know, I'm more powerful than Satan, so I'll just switch it back. And, and he did. And the next day I woke up and I'm, I'm looking old and I'm going, man. And I said, well, I can't wait to see what my brother looks like now. You know, that's cool. And so I just want to let you know, Dan, that what happened to you, that's your own shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's on you, man. Okay, because I, I fixed that. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> moving on, my next piece of paper, uh, Jason, Jason, my nephew, 50 years, and uh, I'm so proud and actually surprised that you've made it this long. Uh, your, your gene pool makes a septic tank look like an infinity pool with a swim-up bar. <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, it's not been easy. It's not been easy for you, but but look at you now. You have a great house, beautiful wife, amazing son, and nobody guessed what you've had to overcome. You know, it's just an amazing thing. And uh, we all knew when uh, you were little, just really as a toddler, that there was something wrong with you. <laughs> we, we knew that. And uh, I remember Dan telling me that uh, it got so bad that he finally took you to the hospital to run some tests. And the doctor there took a quick look at you, asked a few questions. The doctor asked your mom just to take Jason, go back to the waiting room. And, and Dan goes, oh, shit, this is not going to be good. And so the doctor puts his hand on Dan's shoulder and he goes, I'm sorry to tell you that your son has a severe case of fecal idiosis. <laughs> and Dan goes, Jesus Christ, are you telling me what I think you are? And he goes, yes, your son is a dumb shit. <laughs> You know, really no surprise to any of us. And, uh, you know, because it did run in the family. And so, uh, but, you know, me and my brother knew we, we couldn't have another dumb shit hanging from the family tree. It's just, there's too many. It's the weight of it alone. Uh, so, so we had to do some research. So I found a clinical study at John Hopkins in Baltimore that was having some success with dumb shit. Or, or fecal idiosis, yeah, technical term. But uh, Dan found a fifty percent coupon off of on a fecal transplant in Tijuana, so he went with that. Uh, <laughs> luckily, it worked. Uh, you know, <laughs> uh, luckily, it worked. And, and you know, everybody knows you're not a dumb shit. We all think it may be verge of genius, but probably not that much. No, but anyway, uh, there was one little side effect uh, to that fecal transplant, and. Uh, it, it turned you into a goddamn smart ass. <laughs> and there's no cure for that shit. No. no. But happy birthday, Jason. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> for the mentally impaired, here once again is Daryl's Roast of Shags, this time performed by a leprechaun. Ah, Shags. What a great name. Has a ring to it. Reminds me of other one-name celebrities. Too bad yours means sexual intercourse, as in to fuck. Could be holding you back a little from being a big star that you deserve to be. Think about it. What if the definition of Madonna was, fuck your mama? I really like Shags, though. It sounds cool. It's important to have a cool name. That's why Adele didn't name herself a smell. Rihanna didn't use urea. And Pink didn't call herself shit brown. Oh, boy. That, that was good. And, and by you. the way... Uh, that was amazing. Yeah, I didn't have that. Yeah, that's you know I'm sitting here next to my brother, and uh, I'm uh, 
I'm a, I'm a I'm just reminded of the the uh, movie uh, Twins, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito. I'll let you decide who's who. Uh, but in case you're having trouble, I'm actually sitting on two pillows, three, three pillows, just <laughs> like a total dwarf in this video. Let me sit up straight. But anyhow, let's move on. Our, and, our, and, and I hope your phone hangs in here, Shakes, because I want to hear what you're going to say. Uh, Shakes is uh, a neighbor, kind of a neighbor of uh, Joey. Uh, down in Lower, Upper Downsville, Davenport, Iowa. I've had the opportunity of, of hearing her on uh, the JBC uh, podcast uh, on a couple of occasions. And she uh, she's a funeral director, which frankly is really important to me because uh, trust me, in some of the uh, shows I've done, I could use a funeral director. <laughs> I've seen you die. They have not gone that well. Uh, so please welcome our next roaster or she'll fucking fuck your mom. Fun time, Shags. Let's hear what Shags has to say about this. Right, my turn? Okay. Oh, yeah, you're up. <laughs> All right. All right, I have notes. Hey, I'm, I'm sorry I'm ill-prepared for this, and I really wish I could have gone after all of you individually, but my main focus is on Jason. Um, so today, we are here to roast and toast my dear friend Jason. Jason, you look a little tired. Did you read another one of your own books again, sweetie? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Um, for those of you listener who may not know, Jason is a published author. And you can buy his books online. You can, but you won't. But. <laughs> um. Jason, I can't believe that this is your 50th birthday. I swear that when I met you, you already had your AARP card. This is like kind of wild for me. <laughs> You're like distinguished gentleman, old ass man. But um, really, it's an honor to be here tonight because Jason always does like endearingly refer to me as his sister, which is true because I haven't talked to him in almost a year. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, wow, 50 years old, 50 years old. So did you guys know 50 years ago, uh, Richard Nixon was named man of the year? And America decided to double down and uh, go ahead and do 10 more years in Vietnam. Also, Jason was born. <laughs> mistakes in history. But, you know, whatever it is, what it is. And, um, you know, who would have predicted, though, that your beautiful voice, the eloquence of which you speak, would translate into hundreds and hundreds of hate messages of your fucking mouth reading on this podcast. <laughs> um, unfortunately, sweetheart, this was the only audience that was available tonight because everyone else hates you. <laughs> Um, personally, I took a cash advance, so this is why I'm appearing tonight. Everyone, you can find me on Cameo. Um, <laughs> hashtags, death becomes her. Understand. Um, but, um, you know, we were all bored. And you know what they say? They say, you roast the ones you love. And we all had nothing else to do tonight, so we said, fuck it. <laughs> 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 
God. The good news is is that we're here to roast Jason. We're we're here to fucking bust his balls. His old hairy saggy balls. Um, and the bad news is is that here comes another show that revolves around Jason. <laughs> and it's gonna take forever because Joe was a part of it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, listen all I have to say is I love you Jason forever and ever thank you for being who you are thank you for taking the time away from your busy schedule of playing Ari this evening and joining us and um, I am blessed hashtag fucking blessed to be your friend oh, thank happy you. birthday Thank you. It's a hug. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, oh, wait a minute. I heard actually that a little fucking piece of shit was going to talk shit upon me. And um, by the way, I got to go. So I just want to say that if Tomedian thinks that he's funny and he's going to say some fucking shit about me, that he is a fucking private school boy playing public school games. And let me tell you. It's not gonna end up well for you, young man. I will put you in a fucking trunk and I will fucking help people look for you. So, <laughs> I have to go before I hear it. Well, just know I'm coming for you, bitch. Okay, I love you. Shags, <laughs> hang on for just a second because I just I'm not going anywhere yet. I just wanted to uh to acknowledge what you said about uh about Jason and, and how it difficult it was to get anybody to show up tonight to actually spend the time to talk about him. And luckily, luckily, to his credit, he has done extremely well and has accumulated a fairly significant amount of money. And luckily, that means there's a lot of us that actually owe him money and had to show up tonight to be part of this. So, you know, uh, that worked out well for him. And good, good job, Jay. I appreciate that. Okay, next. Uh, this is uh, this is a guy I, I just I don't know exactly where to start. I mean, uh, uh, my brother's son, Joey, he is a certified Taco Bell manager. He is well known in his field and he did his final paper uh, on beans and cheese and tortillas and such. <laughs> and uh, that's where he, why he is where he is today. So please welcome our next roaster, Joey Neal Christ, a.k.a. the Reverend Dr. Tits Fart Ass Dick Fuck Balls III, Esquire. Joey, go ahead and, uh, and do your best with Jason. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Oh, boy. <clears throat> Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, sir, where to begin? I, I'd like to thank everyone for uh, helping to celebrate an important milestone in the relentless aging process of our loved one. Jason Mark Christ. My father once described aging as running faster and faster toward the brick wall of one's own demise. Fuck you, Dad, for that one. <laughs> it's an image that has haunted me for years, but it's a strong metaphor. I'd say Jason has now broken into a brisk jog toward his brick wall. I'm kind of like power walking. Uh, whereas you, Dad, you're in a flat-out sprint. <laughs> it's, it's great to see you, man. Let's really cherish this moment. You know what I mean? Could be one of the last. Um, There's the wall. 
<laughs> so I'm really happy. <laughs> Let's see, we have Shags with us tonight. Uh, Shags, what can I say about you that couldn't be used against you in a court of law? <laughs> uh, <laughs> most of you know that our friend Shags is extremely Middle Eastern and mildly Jewish. I call her Shags because if I attempted to pronounce her full name, it would just sound like I'm hawking a loogie. <laughs> Since Shags is here, uh, you might have expected me to come prepared with an arsenal of Jewish jokes, but I'm going to spare you that tonight. I'm not trying to be stingy. I wouldn't want to Jew you on the Jew jokes. So. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. But th that would be bad juju. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, everybody knows I love the Yitz. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, unfortunately, our friend Tim couldn't join us in person this evening, so I'll have to talk shit behind his back. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, you know, when Tim was in college, he did enough drugs to kill a horse. Seriously, I was there. He actually raped and killed that horse. <laughs> you have to be really high to do something like that. Uh, anyway, I'm just kidding. Tim never went to college. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Dan, oh, shit. <laughs> thanks for emceeing this monumental event for us. I have nothing at all negative to say about you, sir. Aww. The way your tits look fantastic. Turkey. <laughs> <laughs> and that brings us to the man of the hour, the birthday boy, Jason Christ. I'd like to buck the conventions of roasting and start off with a compliment. Jason is really good at chess, but he's fucking horrible at golf. Okay? Uh, I mean, shut the fuck up, assholes. Are you, are you doing your shit now? Yeah. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Let me, let me start with Jason's roast again. <laughs> he does this to me. It's his fault. The man of the hour. <laughs> I'm going to buck the conventions. I'm going to start off with a compliment. Jason is really good at chess, but he's fucking horrible at golf. I mean, he's a flailing buffoon. I'd call him retarded, but that would be an insult to retards everywhere. And he's ugly. And he smells weird. I'm getting off track a little bit here. The thing is, he plays golf very poorly. <laughs> Jason sucks so bad at golf, he runs around bragging about his high score at the end of the game. <laughs> You'd think Jason's putts would be better, given that he actually is a putz. <laughs> also, Jason's chip is terrible. On the golf course, that is. The chip on his shoulder is amazing. <laughs> also, he's so painfully white that his name could be Chip. <laughs> Side note. Chip is like the whitiest name in the whole white world. The only way you could get honkier is if your full name was Chip Whiteman Crackers. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate to digress further, but this seems like a good time for a racist joke. <laughs> How many cops does it take to screw in a light bulb? Well, they don't screw in the light bulb. They just beat the shit out of the room for being black. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. <laughs> anyway, enough about race. Let's get back to what a shitty golfer Jason is. 
Jason is so bad at golf, people think his driver is Asian. <laughs> I know that's an unfair stereotype. <laughs> Look, some of the best golfers I know are Asian. Okay. <laughs> Listen. Listen. The racist jokes are killing, man. Listen. What do you do for a living? It's time to shift focus here, all right? Let's just get down to the nitty-gritty. Jason is a fucking pervert, all right? Moreover, <clears throat> Jason is a pervert who really, 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 really likes to masturbate. He beats so much meat, they call him the tenderizer. <laughs> he chokes so much chicken, they call him the Kentucky Strangler. <laughs> He spanks so much monkey, they call him the guy who can't stop jerking off all the time. <laughs> but Jason is interested in more than just ogling cosplay chicks and squeezing off loads across his computer screen. He also likes to get drunk. Just the other night, he took me to his favorite bar in the city and he said, uh, yeah, I come to this place so often they have a drink named after me. And I said, they have a drink called the Leering Pervert? <laughs> he said, no, it's the Pathological Masturbator. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I ordered the drink. It's kind of like an old fashioned. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, Jason likes his booze and he likes to slap his penis around a little bit. <clears throat> but he isn't just some drunk dude jacking off screaming I hate you in the bathroom mirror at 3 a.m. just before coming on his own reflected image and smashing his face through the splooge-covered glass, collapsing on the floor, sobbing in a puddle of tears and blood. <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> He's also one of the smartest guys I've ever met. <clears throat> He's got the type of intelligence that can solve the energy crisis, cure diseases, maybe find water on Mars. Of course, to find water on Mars, all Jason would need to do is stand on the surface and hit a golf ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody, everybody who knows Jason knows he's extremely intelligent. That's no surprise. And he's really funny, too. If I had a nickel for every time Jason made me laugh, I'd have 15 cents. <laughs> if you don't count the courtesy chuckles, I'd be flat broke, but a laugh is a laugh. And the point is, I'm willing to force one out when Jason attempts humor. <laughs> and I do that because I love it. Actually, all joking aside, the last part is true. I love him very much. You're one of my favorite human beings. Over the last five years, you've become my favorite creative collaborator, my brother, my best friend. Uh, now that we're both dads, I've looked to you for advice and support. And you're always there for me. I really appreciate our time together, and I want more of it, especially lately. Um, that being said, you're a half century old now, so I'm going to need you to use extreme caution, focus on your health. <laughs> Uh, seriously, you're basically moonwalking on a pile of banana peels next to your open grave, so be careful. Um, thank you for giving me the honor of roasting you this oh, evening. Thank you. Happy birthday, Jason. Thank you, Jack. We, even though we're only a few feet apart, do that virtual hug for the camera. <laughs> oh, yeah. She grabbed my ass. Mr. Mr. MC, Mr. MC. Yes. Mr. 
Uh, I was just wondering if I could say a few words. I probably am not on your agenda, but. You are now. Please welcome our next roaster, Nancy. Potato salad. Christ. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, is there any, well, this is re being recorded. So um, you guys probably have noticed that, um, that I have been crocheting the whole time. We're talking. That's because you're boring me to tears. <laughs> i did i did want to talk a little bit um about what y'all all you men have in common uh that's hair for the visually impaired three out of four of them are bald fucks uh, and i and i think that uh daryl was talking about dan uh being uh up in the attic in the mirror uh he took all his hair uh, and didn't give it back. Uh, Daryl, that's the only thing you got going for you. Right. And, um, I don't know. I don't know what happened because uh, Jason blames me for the fact that he doesn't have any hair. Uh, and um, I don't know how it happened, but Joey, you've got even less than Jason does. Um, so I'm, I'm trying to decide whose fault that is. Uh, can't be me. <laughs> um, and, but what I, and it must be really hot, that light shining on your head right now. Cause it's. <laughs> God, <dang it>. uh, <laughs> Honestly, I just wanted to say that I'm very, very proud. 50 years ago, I was in a lot of pain, but I was happy cause it was over with. I thought. <laughs> anyway, I am. I'm very proud to be here, and I really am proud to be part of this family. And you guys, all of you, make it very, very exceptional every single day. And thank you for letting me say a few things. All right. I love you, son. Love you too. Beautiful. The the next one is actually going to be is pre recorded by Tim uh, from uh, out in uh, Florida, and uh, I just learned today that Tim uh, is managing a restaurant, and he's actually a sommelier. Sommelier? The fuck you say? <laughs> so let's hear. <laughs> we practiced that fifteen times today. <laughs> And I still wasn't sure, and I interrupted poor Joey's set trying to set it up with, with my brother because I knew he was going to screw it up, and he did. He did a great job. Take it away, Tim. Please welcome our next roaster, a man who makes laughs travel back into your body. Tim Median, the anti-comedian, a.k.a. the sommelier. Fuck you, say. Touche. First, I just want to say that no research was harmed in the making of this roast. Jason, surfing your social media account is like looking at a front for a pedophile. You're a married middle-aged man, which means scrolling on Instagram is foreplay before you hit it on Pornhub. When I'm looking at pictures of you, I can't help but get this sort of hashtag Wolverine's Down Syndrome Little Brother vibe. I'm not even saying you're unattractive to a fat buck to Sasquatch. But you're unattractive to that but to Sasquatch. <laughs> Listen, you are really funny, the qualities of a creature of your level. But having women laugh at the size of your penis is not a good joke. But really funny when you articulately explain that it's not the size that counts, 
but the motion of your balls dipping in the toilet water when you shit. Oh my God. Jason is so old he can slingshot his balls into Joey's mouth like a bitch gag to stop Joey from acting like he's going to say something funny. <laughs> Speaking of mask mandates, I don't believe in them at all, except for Jason, for all obvious reasons. And it should be a banana hammock because he's a dickhead. <laughs> Chad, your name screams raging slut. Jesus. It's one of the reasons I'm so fond of you. Your name, that is. You, you can go fuck yourself. Which I'm sure you do with a name like Shags. Jokes on Shags are a stretch and I'm just pulling them out of my ass. The same way Shags stretches and removes her butt plug. But this isn't about Shags, even though I'm sure she wish it was. Jason, time to understand that you are quite the gamer. That is so sad for middle-aged men. Well, to recap... Jason is a Down syndrome, Wolverine, insta-trolling, pedophiliac, porn hub, abusing dickhead with elastic slingshotable balls that cross-eyed two Sasquatches find repulsive. Guys like us need to stick together. Happy birthday, Jason. Happy birthday. By the way, I feel like your butt plug smells like matcha and dog semen. Wow. Joey, if you're going to talk some shit, which I'm sure you will, I have one question. Do you kiss your mother with that mouth? Well, when you do, tell me how my dick tastes. And that bitch still owes me 20 bucks. Oh, my God. And everybody on the diet, your face is fucked up. You got a small dick or a huge vagina. Oh. Oh, man. No offense to y'all, but ouch. Why have done open mics in the tenderloin and not been this embarrassed? <laughs> Whatever. Fucking Tim looks like Ross Perot and Dan Quayle had the fucking love child. So I would really fucking be worried about what he's fucking saying. Still <laughs> 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 up because our, our our next presenter is a special, special guest. guest. This is incredible. I don't I don't believe we actually got this. Oh my gosh. Celebrity. Uh, to uh, to give a tribute to my son Jason. Hold on, <laughs> because he loves him so much, right? Here we go. <laughs> the future, I mean, the past, and still president of the United States, <laughs> Donald Trump. Jason is disgusting. I mean, both inside and out. He's a slob. He talks like a, like a truck driver. He attacked me personally because I was very happy when JBC failed. I think it's wonderful because I like to see bad people fail. He failed. I'm happy about it. Jason's trying to use JBC to get even with me. I'll probably sue because she doesn't tell the facts. As an example, I'm worth many billions of dollars. Now, you said I was bankrupt. I never went bankrupt. So probably I'll sue because it would be fun. I think his fat, ugly face got some very <laughs> deep-seated problems. Perhaps it should be Jason that goes to rehab. Jason is a fat-ass loser. <laughs> We're all a little chubby, but Jason is just worse than most of us. But it's not the chubbiness. He is a very unattractive person, both inside and out. <laughs> Thank you, Donald. Thank you, Donald. We appreciate that. See you in 2024, buddy. I thought you might. Have. Jason! I'm still sorry. I'm sorry. That's my son you're talking about, you pervert. <laughs> oh, guys. Make America my bitch again. I love that. Yeah. Guys, I uh, hate to do this to you, but my phone is dying. I have 10% left, so I don't want to leave without telling you that. Oh, 
fuck you, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> that needed to be said. That had to be said. Yeah, yeah. I love you guys so much. Happy birthday, my brother from another night. Thank you. I love you. I love you all so much. Thank you for having me. You absolutely. Bye. Bye. Bye, guys. My camera. No, I think there's something wrong over here. Can you? What do I have to do to it? See if you if your camera died. Just just hit it. There we go. You're back. All right. Okay, so we got uh, just a little bit more to go here, and the next up is uh, Joey's wife, Laura Pauline Ivana Chokovich. Christ. And again, we're going to have to go to a recorded video on this, but uh, I cannot wait. Uh, Laura, by the way, is a meat cleaver wielding, rubber boot wearing, slaughterhouse technician. And uh, as I told Joey, if he can't force feed you nachos bel grande, she will murder you like a filthy pig. Then what a team. What a team. The fuck you said? Yeah. Oh, wait, no, no, let me get that. Hey, so I wasn't uh, originally going to do this. It's not really my style to be mean. You know, plus with you, Jason, it's just so easy because you're kind of a little bitch. <laughs> so, yeah, you're also kind of an easy target for ridicule in old and fat and, you know, possibly an alcoholic. Yeah. Um, anyway, I think the main reason I didn't want to do this is I just didn't want to be around a bunch of old musty dolls. Sorry, guys. You know, but seriously, Jason, you're, um, you're a beautiful person and you have a wonderful soul. You know, it's something that's so rare for the Christ family. So that's great. Because we have one. You know? um, well, anyway, happy birthday, you old fuck. Love you. Next up is, uh, is me. Please welcome our next roaster, the hostess with the mostest halitosis. Motherfucking Uncle Festering Danger Lee Daniels Christ. And uh, we we'll always try to save the worst for last. Uh, hey, man, that's why Jason is going last. Uh, so anyhow, I'm, uh, I'm 72 years old. I have no memory, so I got to read this stuff. So I apologize. But uh, uh, here it goes. So uh, I just want to start off by saying it's a real treat to be here this evening uh, with my brother Daryl and my nephew Joy and uh, especially uh, my son Jason. It's particularly uh, wonderful how our two sons have become such close friends over the years. It's, uh, it's not surprising. They both have a lot in common. Beautiful wives, amazing sons, and completely worthless fathers. It's, <laughs> it's amazing how well they've done uh, with Daryl and me as role models. Our philosophy of uh, parenting was to lead by bad example. I mean, uh, we, uh, we felt that the best way to teach them how to do things right uh, was to show them what happens when you do shit wrong. <laughs> and when my brother and I, uh, my brother and I could write a book on uh, making bad decisions. Uh, but uh, why do that when you could just print out the arrest records? <laughs> no real reason to write it again. Uh, but enough about us. Uh, this is uh, Jason's day, uh, 50 years old. Wow. Well, uh, where did the time go? 
It seems that only yesterday I was holding my newborn son in my arms, and I looked down at him, and I thought, you are so screwed. (laughs) He not only drew the short straw, they jammed it up his ass. (laughs) I had no idea how to care for a child. There was, uh, you know, uh, he was so small and helpless and, and totally worthless. <laughs> and go and get me a beer. And the nurse uh, sensed my concern and uh, she tried to reassure me. She said, all you need to do is treat him with the same love and kindness you would want someone to treat you. Uh, so I offered him a cigarette. <laughs> he grew up so fast in just two months, he was able to hold his own bottle and in another three months, he was actually able to open it with an opener. Oh, that's, that's great. Wow. <laughs> he was walking before he was one year old. Uh, well, it was more like a, a stagger, really. I mean, uh, I was afraid that he had a physical defect, uh, but my wife said, no, he's just trying to imitate you. <laughs> <laughs> he was talking at 13 months, uh, just simple words like uh, mama and dada. Uh, at least that's what the mailman told me. <laughs> By the time he was two, he was talking in full sentences. Both his mother and I were working, so uh, we had him in daycare. Uh, he immediately got into trouble. Uh, we got a call, and they said we had to come and get him. And I asked the teacher what he'd done, and she said uh, he was acting up. And uh, to settle him down, I uh, swatted him on the butt. And he looked me in the eye, and he said, Hey, babe, do I have to pay extra for the rough stuff? (laughs) (laughs) Once he got into school, it was obvious he was a brilliant child, which, of course, got him into more constant trouble. One time he had to stay after school and write, I will not talk back to the teacher 100 times. Well, I got another call from the school. I had to go down again, and uh, they took me into the classroom, and there up on the blackboard was written, I will not talk back to the teacher 100 times. One line. <laughs> he was always correcting his teachers. Uh, this is true. In high school, his senior math teacher, and Jason will confirm this, uh, said that threatened to kill him. Really did. I'm not making this up. He wrote a scathing note about Jason's conduct in class and told him to take it home to his parents. <laughs> Jason sat down in front of him, corrected his spelling, his grammar, and handed it back. Yeah. <laughs> my son. <laughs> He's actually turned out pretty good in spite of all my help. <laughs> he has a successful p- a position with a high tech company, a wonderful house, a beautiful wife, a handsome son, and he even plays a ukulele, uh, which now that I think about it, s- so does the mailman. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, Jason. Thank you. Thank you. And now, the man of the hour. Legendary donkey show fluffer, Judy Dench look-alike contest winner, and creep lurking in the bushes outside your bedroom window, Jason Mark Christ. Has it been an hour? It has been an hour. Hey, tell you what. Well, thank you all. I'm going to open a beer because um, if there's one thing I've learned in life, it's that as long as there's beer, I can put up the rest of you fucks. <laughs> I really appreciate you guys doing this for me. I really do. Um, uh, the, the fact that uh, Joe and, and, and Uncle Daryl and Dad came out here to see me 
is great. You know, they say uh, absence makes the heart grow fonder. And, you know, since you guys have been here, I haven't had an opportunity to jerk off a lot. So I'm starting to miss that. So thank you. Uh, <laughs> um, and the fact that you guys brought in so many awesome people, Tim and Shags and Laura, I mean, I, I want to insult these people I really do. I don't know what to say about, about Tim. I mean, the only thing I know about Tim is that Joe's always talking about fucking his mom. And I'm like, I don't know what to say, you know, like, uh, <laughs> you fuck her too. You know, I don't know how to, how to insult Tim like that. You know, I mean, Joe did mention that uh, in college, Tim, you know, raped and killed a horse. And all I can think of is, did you think it was your mom? I mean, that's not really much of an insult. I just, that's all I got, you know? And, and 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 Shags, uh, how can I insult? How can I insult Shags? I mean, she's 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 not here anymore. She, apparently, her battery is <laughs> <laughs> charging. Her phone is not worth a fucking birthday high, but whatever, that's fine. I mean, I'm not insulting the least. It's just that, you know, I mean, she's a very she's one of the funniest people I know. She's extremely smart. Um, uh, and I don't know if it's really that insulting to mention the fact that most of her stories that she tells on the podcast and to me involve half-naked men who are either covered in blood on a bocce ball court or jerking off or taking a leak off the top of a balcony. And no one's laughing right now, which is fine. If you listen to my fucking podcast, it's a hilarious fucking joke. So it's, it's up to you to see if that's actually funny. I just, I love Shags to pieces. I'm just really scared to go on vacation with her because I don't want to see that many dicks. And uh, anyway, uh, and then Laura, right? You had Laura on, which is just amazing. I mean, I literally cannot think of anything bad to say about Laura. I can't, I cannot. I cannot. She's. I, I, what am I supposed to do? Right? Am I supposed to be like, well, she stinks. <laughs> I don't know. She's. I've never. Laura. I've never smelled you. I don't know. <laughs> you smell like roses or daffodils or something. I mean, there one time. There was a couple times I visited. Joe. I'm really rushing through this room fast. I need to slow it down. So these jokes are way funnier than you fuckers are laughing. So I, I did go visit. Joe and Laura down Lower Upper Downsville, Davenport, Iowa. And I landed and uh, came to their house. And the first thing she says, what kind of beer are you drinking these days? And she immediately like went to the store and brought back 24 cans of beer for me. I'm, I'm there for two days and I get 24 cans of beer. And every time I open a beer, she gives him this look of like, I'm a good hostess and fuck you, which is like, yeah, there's more where that came from, you lush. Like, how can you insult somebody who understands our family so well? I don't know how uh, to insult her other than, you know, to say to her that she's like, she and Shags are like the sisters I never had. The insult being, look at my mom and dad. <laughs> you know. And don't blame me. I won't. I won't. So, <laughs> so, so it's tough for me to insult Tim and Shags and Laura and, um, and, and my mom, like, how am I supposed to insult my mom? Where are the notes I took about insulting my mom? <laughs> um, I got notes about not doing that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, burn them. She gave birth to me. I can't insult my mom, right? She brought me into this world. I mean, I've hated her for ever since, but you know, <laughs> how can I insult her? I mean, you, you look back and you're like, well, you can make fun of her for like, yeah, she let, and, and this is where the camera focuses on my dad, let that guy fuck her 50 years ago. <laughs> 
She was drunk. That's a that's a shame. She's had to bear for fifty years. I mean, I can't kick a woman when she's down. She's not. But she's not Tim's mom, so I'm not gonna. <laughs> you know, can't go there. We can't blame her. This young woman from Arizona or Wisconsin, where the fuck I don't really listen to her stories. They're boring. But where is she? <laughs> and she's like, you know, she she meets this guy and is like, hey, baby. Right. This is 1971. The summer of love was not too long past, right? And she wants to know what it's all about. And and she's like uh, there, and this guy's like, hey, baby, I got two gallons of gas and a coupon for Red Lobster, right? So <laughs> obviously she's she's going to spread, right? I mean, yeah. right? As you do. As you do. And the thing, the thing about that joke is, is that my dad and mom both know how fictional it is because, one, my dad never had a car at that time. And two, Red Lobster, no way, three coupons. He's not affording Red Lobster, not at all. So, <laughs> so like, I feel like I can tell these jokes um, in good faith because they're, they're not true. But let's talk about let's talk about my my dad for a minute. Oh shit! Um, let me see if I have notes about him. So one of the things Dad mentioned is that uh, no expense was spared for. This 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 roast of mine, this birthday of mine, which which sounds great on the service. I still like to know why the fuck I had to drive to the store to get my own goddamn ice cream. <laughs> That's what I want to know. No expense was spared. Okay, all right. Well, that I guess means there was no expense to spare. Right? Yeah. So, um, but I've known my dad my whole life. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, that's funny. That's funny. It's funny because it's true. It speaks highly of me. Speaks highly. My dad raised me, you know, uh, along with my mom. She she helped, you know, and uh, you know, here I've got I've got ADHD, depression, anxiety. So yeah, nice fucking job, guys. That's uh, knock that one out of the park, you know. Uh, I, I do I do like my dad. He's a very He's uh, one of my uh, inspiration, creative inspirations. He really gets into Halloween, right? Really loves. <laughs> no, he does. He really gets into it, and that's an inspiration for me. He dresses like like Uncle Fester, right? He, every year he does this. So first he shaves his. Well, he doesn't. So he doesn't shave. It's already, um, you know. But he puts on a lot of. Well, okay, so he doesn't have to do that. But you know, dark circles under his. Um, no. Yeah, you're, kind of, you're a lazy motherfucker, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but that, I mean, okay, that's fine. You know, I'm, I'm lazy too. Um, now, this is a little bit of a sensitive topic for my mom. So you might want to cover your ears, mom. Um, pretty much like you did every time I ever asked for anything. But anyway. Um, <laughs> Um, uh, no, I, I was born seven months after they got married yeah. and people will say to my dad in very frank conversations, you know, say, well, was abortion just not an option back then? And my dad is like, like, I'm going to fucking give up proof. I finally got laid. No. <laughs> uh -uh. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> I never looked at it that way. Yeah. Um, my my mom and dad met when my dad and they both were in the navy and um, my dad joined the navy because it was you know the early seventies and he was eligible for the draft and so he he joined the navy right which um um I think he served aboard the USS Chicken Shit I'm pretty sure do you know how many people are in the Vietnamese Navy 
There's two. There's, there's two. And one of them is an old guy in a canoe chucking rotten jars of kimchi at people, right? There's just no fucking... Yeah. Uh, I don't play them, though. I don't. I do not blame my dad for joining the Navy and trying to avoid combat. I joined... Well, I tried to join the Army, according to these notes um, that I wrote. Uh, <laughs> when I was high school, I took the ASVAB. You guys know that ASVAB, the Army Services Vocational Asshole Battery. I forget what the A stands for. Um, and uh, I aced it. I did. I aced it because I can count to 10 and I know where my dick is, right? So... <laughs> But when I went in for the physical, this is true. I'm not making this up. I went for a trickle. They said, literally, my balls are too big. It's true. They're literally too big. I have varicose veins in my balls, right? And um, I'm not really sure how to make that my dad's fault, but this is a roast. So fuck you, dad. <laughs> what kind of fucked up genes did you pass on to me? I'm losing my hair. I can't keep the weight off. There's dark sickle with my eyes. I mean, what the fuck? Did you did you have sex with mom wearing the fester costume, you asshole? <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. Let's move on. Um, <laughs> in addition to my dad being here, uh, my cousin Joe is here. I uh, absolutely adore Joe. I always have, and I'm just so... Um, I'm just so privileged to have him in my life as as a, a, a collaborator on creativity. Let me read. Let me let me reflect back to you the uh, utter bullshit you said about um, how much I appreciate you being an inspiration. Right? Um, I know you're lying, and I am too. But for the sake of the roast, you know, I sincerely. <laughs> no, but seriously, yeah. Um, um, you did. You did mention in 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 your roast of me something about there being. Um, our family having a running joke and, and I don't appreciate that. I run for health. And so calling me the running joke is I don't, I mean, that's a little bit. Um, and, and there's probably more to that joke than what I wrote down here very briefly. And I apologize, but um, I have known Joe his uh, entire life, I guess, you know, who's your daddy, but um, uh, he's always been, he was always a sweet kid. I don't know what, what happened. Um, life, I guess, you know, um, we didn't see each other very often when we were growing up, Joe and I, not, not all the time. Right. Um, our family, our family, our family gets along. We're just not, not super, super tight. Right. Uncle Darren, uh, Darrell, Daryl, Daryl, right. <laughs> But don't, don't. Hey. Hey. I, I, there was, <laughs> there, there was uh there was this one time I, I'm just realizing by the way that I'm only literally one third of the way through my set, which is already four times larger than all of you lazy motherfuckers. So I just wanted to real quick point that out. Um but anyway, we're I talking about Joe. Uh, there was one time we were at uh, Uncle Darrell Daryl's house, and uh, um, we hadn't seen each other for years. And I just, uh, uh, I think Joe, I don't know if you remember this, but you, would, I think you had just started college. I think it was like your freshman, maybe. And um, I, I, I just remember like all of our conversations, and you know, you being a sweet little kid, you know, cherubic, I think, and just funny and always giggling, and and and. I kept thinking, like, you know, now he's in college. If today, do they not bathe at CU Boulder? I mean, why do you smell? You, he really smelled like, like he didn't give a fuck. And then I was like, 
He's in a band. That's right. Joe is in a band. He plays guitar in a band. And when you're getting blown that often, you don't have to bathe, right? So, um, <laughs> um, but it's true. Joe is in, uh, he's been in more than one band. Um, I want to make a joke about Tim's Monaghan. I bet more than one person's been in a day. And it's not, <laughs> you might want to edit that part out. Um, but um, Joe was in a band in San Diego, which I, I mean, I assume that means he's at Chlamydia. And gonorrhea. <laughs> um, um, I asked him once. This is true. It's not true, but comedians say that. Um, I asked him once uh, how many blowjobs he's gotten. He kind of zoned out. Just looked in his face. You know, he's got this uh, little uh, smile. You know, just thinking about it. And, and you know, I know life on the road when you're in a band can be tough. So I followed that question up with, you know, well, how many blowjobs have you given? You know, he just kind of <laughs> frowned and sort of shivered a little bit and then um so i asked him you know as a musician getting blowjobs all the time and and by the way for those of you who don't know and you're watching this we've been talking about blowjobs all weekend this is really funny the fact that i'm bringing up blowjobs is fucking hilarious and the fact that i'm bringing them up in front of my mom is also very disturbing so um thank god i'm drinking a lot but anyway i asked him if a person gets so many blowjobs, you a reason to drink more Okay, just real quick, Mom, when I'm talking about blowjobs, do not talk. <laughs> Even the ones about your dad? <laughs> That's what I've been telling her for 50 yeah. years. Yeah. Now you know why we had infertility problems. <laughs> Holy shit. So I asked Joe if a person can get too many blowjobs and it loses all the excitement and you start seeking Joe drop. Blowjobs. Why the point of my dad? I don't know. <laughs> People start seeking blowjobs from novel sources like farm animals and semi-ripe vegetables. And then he, I'm just going to read this. And then he frowned again and a tear trickled down his cheek. So I changed the subject to whether people really do like the smell of their own farts. And that seemed to cheer him up again. <laughs> Roasted. <laughs> Roasted. Um, I do like Joe a lot. I have a lot of respect for his intelligence. He went to college, right? University of Colorado University at Boulder. Is that the official name? Cub? I don't know if that's what it's called. Um, he got a degree in beans and cheese and tortillas and such. Also known as a BA in uh, what the fuck's the point, you know? Um, <laughs> doctorate. What's the fuck's Yeah, point? yeah. Then again, what can you expect from someone at C Boulder? I mean, uh, also known as a reefer you. Right. <laughs> and that was before they legalized marijuana. Colorado was, I don't know if you guys know this, it was the first state, you guys know this, it was the first state to legalize recreational marijuana, right? Because they had to do something to make up for Coors. <laughs> right? right? <laughs> and you don't know what I'm getting at about Coors. I mean, look at my dad. He's, he used to drink a lot of Coors as a kid. And then, you know, when he hit his teens, he started to really drink a lot of Coors <laughs> as a kid. Um, um, I actually, I've had Coors, right? I drank a semi-Coors once. I, uh, I vomited so hard and knocked over two kids trying to get on the school bus, right? <laughs> <laughs> that ended up being the, the quietest school bus route I ever drove. So... Ever drove. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I digress. Um, so, but despite Joe's uh, degrees and his STDs, and he, he landed a job as a Taco Bell manager. Um... He's risen through the ranks. And when you think about it, it's kind of ironic, you know, that uh, Joe and I used to do a podcast, right? 
And uh, I found that very therapeutic. And then he took a new job and murdered the podcast, right? He left me, <laughs> he left me high and dry, you know? Well, high, I wouldn't say try. Uh, more than one person has already made a joke about my attempts at alcoholism. You know, the guy at the liquor store knows me on a first-name basis. And, um, uh, yeah, he says I'm not blowing him as well as I used to. But, anyway, um, <laughs> let's not get wistful. When it comes to alcohol, Joe, Joe does not drink. He, he doesn't drink. He, he got, uh, what do you call it? He got scared straight, right? Um, he got busted. This is true. And again, comedians say that's not true. Unless he's willing to admit to it, then it's true. But um, he got busted asleep in his truck, right? And the cop, he was asleep. The truck, truck was not moving. The cop gave him a DUI. I guess the D stands for dozing, right? Dozing <laughs> under influence. Um, so as a result of this, Joe gave up alcohol, right? And I think that as a family, we all agree, what a pussy. <laughs> car and then crawl seven miles through the snow with a broken back to get help right um you fall asleep in your silverado <laughs> and you and now you ruin every party you go to okay? <laughs> that was your problem right our family has a long rich cultured history of alcoholism how do you think half of us were even born in the first place what other family traditions are you going to take a shit on? I bet you have no intention whatsoever of ever getting divorced, do you? <laughs> I'm working on it. Speaking, of, speaking, speaking of divorce, Daryl. Oh, shit. <laughs> this is a question I've been meaning to ask you. Um, when your first wife started to teach jazzercise... That's when you knew it was over, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, how many times did you listen to Arthur's theme with a disco beat before you <laughs> rocked your shit? That's what I wrote. That joke's not nearly as funny as what you wrote. I liked it. I'm okay. distracted by what you said earlier about the picture of Dorian Gray and how the yeah. devil said, yeah. the picture's gone, so whatever you do will make Dan look like him. So I just yeah. wondered if that's why you and I look alike more than my dad and I. <laughs> That's my, yeah, that's yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. We're postman. Yeah. yeah. And just so we're clear, because this is a roast, just so we're clear. So every time I look in the mirror, I think, fuck you, Daryl. <laughs> just in case. I'm covering the bases, right? Yeah. So um uh yeah, Daryl is 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 divorced. Um to he has separated from Joe's mom. Um and that I don't think had any effect whatsoever on Joe as he developed. He's a I, I, I'm ad living now. I don't know. I mean, I'm assuming that it had no, well, no effect. Of course, on you. it did. Yeah, look at him. Yeah, he's a, he's a this guy. Um, your current marriage, though, thirty years. I believe that's longer than your previous one, right? Twice as long. Twice as long. So you know, good on you there, um, Carrie. If you're watching or if you're seeing this, wonder if she's a wonderful person. I got nothing bad to say about Carrie. Um, uh, she definitely drinks way more than your first wife ever did, which is probably. <laughs> how she stuck it out so long. It helps. Um, <laughs> I did ask her what it's like being married to you. And she said, it's every dream I've ever had. And I said, do the doctors have 
any way of treating nightmares like that? <laughs> you know, two boxes of wine just that they're working on it, you know, so, you know, which I thought was great. I, um, I was talking to her about you and she said that you are her knight in shining armor, right? She, um, hang on a second. Uh, my handwriting is really fucked up. She says, when you get drunk, you like to shit in the armoire. Okay, sorry. <laughs> sorry. I did ask Carrie, you know, if she could describe you as any superhero, what would it be, right? And she said, Deadpool. And I said, you mean, you mean Deadpool? And she's like, I know what I fucking said. Deadpool. Uh, <laughs> now some of you may already know this but um, what am I going to get to but you know how there's this cliche of the pervy uncle right Right. by the way Joe when do I get to meet your kid just completely not related <laughs> um, but no there's this cliche of the, the, the uncle being a pervert right the one who comes your room in the middle of the night right? right so I'm not making this up that actually happened to me um, it was in my forties, but it happened. Um, <laughs> I know, right? Right? Y'all know this. We're at some resort in Colorado. We're celebrating uh, Uncle Daryl's seventieth birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Two years ago. I'm just going off of the photos. <laughs> Right? Uh, you should have kept that Dorian Gray shit, dude. I said, God hates me. Yeah, yeah. So we're there celebrating his 60th birthday. Um, I wrote down 70. That I misspelled. That's so, yeah. Um, it's like two in the morning, and there's this loud pounding on my door. My wife is usually a light sleeper, but she'd been partying pretty hard, and she murmured, oh, no, it's my husband. And I was going to ask her what the fuck she's talking about. <laughs> But then the pounding kept going. <laughs> so I answer the door, and it's this. I'm pointing at Darren, all drunk motherfucker, and his goddamn brother, and their wives. <laughs> and they're looking for some expensive bottle of tequila that Daryl had gotten as a gift. And I was offended. It's two in the goddamn morning, and I'm dehydrated because I've got a headache from the altitude because the fucker lives in Colorado like some kind of goddamn weirdo. <laughs> and I'm sick because of all the drinking I've done at the party because you only serve Coors, you fucking monster. <laughs> and here you come thinking, I've got your tequila? Who do you take me for? As if there's any way in hell, I would have not dropped the whole fucking thing before you even knew it was gone. I'm not a Taco Bell manager. God damn it, I drink my drink. Do I have any other notes? Uh, no, yeah, that's it. So, yeah, no, I really appreciate you guys being here. This has been a lot of fun. We've We've had some drinks. We've played some card games. We have solved all the world's problems. And um, uh, the, for those of you who are watching this who wonder what those problems are, we figured out it's us. And so <laughs> we've decided to do the noble thing. And uh, yeah, this is our last draw. So thank you, everybody. I really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, that's all I got. The end. Happy birthday, Jay. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Now we're going to stop recording. Well, we will spend the next four hours carrying apart each other's jokes. You're going to really just like, remember when you said that? What you should have said was, oh, yeah, we're going to Jason, I'd like to take you out with a little sock. 
A little, a little sock. Song. Oh, I thought you wanted me to jerk off again. No. <laughs> <laughs> we forgot the Vaseline. Keep your socks on your feet <laughs> for now. I was going to say, no, we had more time than that. A little song for your birthday, Jason. Cause I know you don't give two fucks I don't buy you gifts It's kind of like a tradition Yeah I just won't buy you stuff My brother From another mother You get nothing in life Fucking birthday! Hey, hey! It's your fucking birthday! It's your fucking birthday! Hey, hey! 
asking a slightly embarrassing question because I'm drunk? Sure. I've heard that before, right? Yeah, that was repurposed. I didn't even make it for this birthday. It was for two birthdays. Right. Say perfect. Perfect. Say perfect. Perfect. Say perfect. Perfect. Say perfect. Fuck it. And that's that. So, what did you think, Joe? Did you have a good time? Well, I thought it was a lot of fun. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. The most important thing was how did how did you respond to it emotionally? Uh, my, my, when you were there at the at the time, my, and my, in retrospect, give us your perspective. Yeah, my my tits are on the floor. I laughed my tits off. I no longer have tits. They are tits on the floor, ladies and gentlemen. They are keeping my toes warm, which is like nice and also really weird to think that you know my 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 feet are covered in my own breasts and I am enjoying it. I don't know. I don't think that's I mean, the fact that I enjoyed the roast so much, and I'm now enjoying my own... Titty slippers? Titty slippers. (laughs) (laughs) Having titty slippers because you laughed your tits off is better than being tits up. I think that that roast was sweet titties. It was really fun. I, I I really enjoyed it. Oh, I am starting to get contact high from how much fun we just had i am suddenly very bleary what happened as i don't know if you listened to the intro folks i hope you didn't but in it we may have mentioned that it's five in the morning well it's almost six now and christmas eve damn it christmas eve that's right tomorrow is as we record this yeah tomorrow we celebrate the birthday of jesus christ jesus pogo sticking on water christ Jesus Trump dump hunchback in a compact Christ. Here, nobody will understand this, but uh-huh. how about this? Jesus <laughs> Christ. That was Jesus, some guy named Joe acting up on camera in such a way as no one can hear it. Christ. I would love to do this if if you want to. I would love to for the next half hour just say, Jesus, something we made up on the spot, Christ. Now, I think probably within the first 10 episodes, we did this exercise and, and there were some interesting things being uttered. Like, you know, I, I think, think you're right. I, I think not only Ronald McDonald was mentioned, but also um, <laughs> other Ronalds. <laughs> like like Reagan and uh, Jesus Ronald. Are there are there any other Ronalds? Anyway, uh, I'm getting off I don't track. Think so. Jesus Christ is what yeah. I'm saying. Well, that's such a delight. And for the listener, when I, uh, I almost called you my son's name, when Joe, that's not Freudian. It's a different kind of Freudian slip. Instead of the one where you accidentally say you're going to fuck your mom, it's the one where you accidentally call your cousin your son. It's it's number two. <laughs> a lot of people just don't even see that one. When they're reading about Freud, they're like, this first one's so exciting, they don't even worry about number two. Anyway, uh, what was I talking about? 
Uh, well, you brought up Freud, and I, I, I feel like I should mention this now, but uh, maybe we should do it on the next episode, because I think it's worth maybe a whole episode. Oh, yeah? But as the Roiksop uh, takes us to the conclusion of this episode, I just want to mention, because I can't stop thinking about it, using a potato peeler on my boner. Oh, yeah, we're going to do a whole... Oh, I see what you're saying there. Okay. You're saying that when I when you told me about potatoes on boners... See, I'm still in roast mode now, motherfucker. You sit down, get ready for this. When you potato peelers on boners, you not sit potatoes. Yeah, Bouncing yes. A potato off a boner is completely trivial, harmless. Yeah, when it means nothing. <laughs> you <it's> daily. <laughs> <laughs> However, using a potato peeler on your erection is very meaningful. Right, and you and sent me painful. That's the point. You sent me a text saying you had this idea, and there was going to be a book. And then I, I did a not good thing, but I did it anyway. I replied saying, I think that's great. And then the sequel will be about a guy who sees vaginas everywhere. And I sent you a picture of a hole in a fence that looked fairly vaginal. Um, yeah. And then just now I made a joke about the number two thing to Freud's want to fuck your mom slip is your cousin is your son slip. And no one ever knows about that. And you said just like that thing that you did. And so what you're basically saying is is that my both of my ideas, the vaginas everywhere and um, uh, your cousin's your son slip, are minor and stupid. That's exactly what I'm trying to say. So next on Just Be Cousins, using a potato peeler to skin your cock.